If you're anything like me, you're not drinking nearly as much water as you should. As much as we want to be healthy, sometimes it's hard to pick up that water bottle full of boring, plain water over and over again. Thankfully, I discovered Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a delicious water additive that has five essential vitamins, three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks, and hydrates two times faster than water alone. I love Liquid IV when I'm traveling because as much as I don't want to use an airplane bathroom, it is so important to stay hydrated when you're flying. Trust me, you'll feel so much better if you do. The packaging is super convenient and you can easily bring your empty water bottle through security, fill it up in the terminal, and add your favorite flavor of Liquid IV. I'm obsessed with the new strawberry lemonade flavor right now, but honestly you can't go wrong with any of them. Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is also gluten, dairy, and soy free, which is really such an added bonus. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDGINGYOU with no spaces at liquidiv.com. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> my name is Shannon. I am the sick Alyssa. Not I'm sick. I'm not sick. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. It's my allergies, everyone. I'm really sorry. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Hashtag, Hashtag Judging you. you. Um, This week, Alyssa was a fucking trooper uh, <laughs> and pulled a movie out of her ass. So. I did. I picked it today. I watched like I was on Tubi <laughs> and I was scrolling through all their horror section and I almost picked one of like five other movies. But from the trailers alone, I thought I'm going to fall asleep bored. <laughs> just watch do one of them. The trailer was a minute and a half of the movie. Why do they do that? I don't know. It wasn't. I hate that. But like it was straight up a dude driving down a road. Mm-hmm. He pulls off to the side of the road. He gets out of his car. He opens the hood. And he looks like he's trying to fix something in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just, he does that. And the camera pans following him to his trunk where he gets something out of his trunk. Mm-hmm. And then pans back over to him. And we see, this is kind of a busy-ish pass. Like, what you know, there's like a bridge. Like, like the walking trail over by, like, the Canyon Park yeah, and stuff. Yeah. There's a little bridge right there, but it goes off. There's that street still. And he's just looking at his car and people are walking past and this one kid on a scooter gets we watch some kind of weirdly shaped just invisible object knock him down and then his mom comes running over is like oh honey are you okay she's like come on and then his friend or brother or whoever is like walking his scooter back with him and then this teenage girl is walking past the dude who's driving the car and he was like oh excuse me can you come help me with this and she's like no sorry i don't know anything about cars or you, sir. Thank you. And that's the trailer. That's the exciting part of the movie they decided to... Mm-hmm. Advertise to get me to watch it. I guess. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. All right. <laughs> I didn't watch that one. I didn't think that one... What was that one titled? It's a girl or something like that? Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> boring as hell. Okay. I was about to tell you to go watch the trailer, but I was like, I'll just tell her about it. It's funnier when I say it. <laughs> yeah. It sounds very boring. Anyway, though, do we, should we find a joke? Oh, yeah, sure. What do you call a well-balanced horse? Mm, I don't know. Stable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, there's my joke. Thanks. So, yeah. <laughs> Today, though, we are going to be talking about 2012's 4.7 IMDb score Ugh. ATM. Okay. Yep. Okay. So... Um, I the, already. Yeah. Sorry. The premise is on a late night visit to an ATM, three coworkers end up in a desperate fight for their lives when they become trapped by an unknown man. Oh. So, so it's like a hostage kind of situation? Kind of. So. Okay. We open up to a scene of someone with lots of like overlays making a lap. I said, I don't know, because I was typing it as I was watching stuff. Um, making a lap? Making a map. Oh, a map. Sorry. Okay. Making a map. Okay. And like, but it's so quick flashes that like you can't even really see what they're doing that I was like, are we making a map? Is that what we're doing? Like, I can't tell. It was so fast that I was like, mm. okay. Okay. Anyway, uh, then they get up and you can tell it's a dude, some guy who gets up and he dons a winter coat and pulls up the hood. And it's got fur rimmed around the hood, right? Right. Like those, those cozy ones. Yeah. In the big city of 
Chicago? I don't know. I could be <laughs> like Chicago, right? I'm like, I don't know. It has a lot of tall buildings, but it had a lot of trains. And I was like, is that a Chicago thing? I feel like that's a Chicago thing. I have no idea. So um, they start off with like, oh, here's cars driving. Here's a train driving. Here's a city bus driving. And I was like, okay. okay. And then we see a bunch of people just walking on the street. Like, you know, they're just walking for business and right. whatnot, trying to get where they need to go. There's a Santa out there jingling his little bell, trying to get donations Christmas and stuff. Time. So it's Christmas time. And uh, the camera mostly follows a young blonde man named David. Okay. As he enters Starkweather Financial, the okay. building he works at. And he's working away at his desk. And um, all while all this is happening of him walking into work, going up the elevator, getting to his desk and working, we keep getting flashes of um, a crime scene, right? Oh. Like, um, so he's obviously daytime getting to work and the crime scene is nighttime. And it's just flashing like like uh, like an open trunk or things on the ground or there's a dead body here or they're pushing a dead body on a gurney or cop cars are pulling up to the side over here. And so, you know, so they're just like just teasing. Yeah. But there was one scene they had like they show this one at the very last clip of it was not what happened. It didn't happen then. It happened earlier ish oh. in the movie. So I was just like. They, I think they threw that in there to make you go, oh, I think I know what happens. And that's, they're they, they fucking lied you. to you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking liars. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so David is speaking to somebody on the phone about the caller's finances and is apologizing about losing a bunch of his money. Oh, good. Right. But that everybody's losing money right now because there's some kind of like financial crisis going on or some shit, right? Right. So the caller gets really mad and hangs up. Like he's yelling at him for a second and then hangs up. And, um, fucking Josh Peck <gasps> what? <laughs> named Corey turns around and tells David not to take it too personally. Everybody's losing money right now. So, and everybody else was just kind of like reading lines. Mm-hmm. Like they're straight up just like, oh you know me, I would never be that kind of a, and Josh Peck is like mm-hmm, I know how to act just and I'm Josh, just yeah. like yeah but yeah he was kind of a dick in this movie Okay. But, like, at the same time, I'm like... Like a lovable dick? I liked him, but yeah. I could see how other people would be like, oh, he's so annoying. Like, mm. okay. But I'm at, at the same time, I'm just like, but he's just a dude. Like, he's just a guy. And in the circumstances that they're in. Yeah. So I could see where some people thought he would be annoying, but, like, he's just a guy yeah. who's in his early 20s, like, just yeah. very clearly just graduated college, and this is the, his first big boy job, you know? Gotcha. So, anyway, um... He turns around and he tells David not to take it too personally. Everybody's losing money right now. It's screwing... Whatever's going on is screwing everybody over. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't elaborate because it doesn't matter. The economy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't... Yeah. doesn't fucking matter. But he looks over and says, well, today might be your lucky day, as he points to a pretty blonde woman named Emily, who I was convinced for a good hot minute that she was a character on Pretty Little Liars. Mm. And I went and scoured her IMDb page and couldn't find it. So then I went to the Pretty Little Liars page and found the character, and they're two totally different actresses that look exactly the same. Weird. And I was like, no, that's, that is the same fucking person. I don't care what you have to say to me. She acted the, like, she acted the way this character on Pretty Little Liars acted. Like, mm-hmm. she acted like the same actress. Like, it was just... Weird. I was like, I don't know. But they don't have any similar names or whatever. I thought, oh, maybe they might be, like, related or something, but nope. Hmm. I was like, okay, well. Interesting. Anyway, he tells him that it might be his lucky day because Emily mm-hmm. is, it's today's her last day. And so it's his last chance to talk to her. Oh, you know? okay, okay. And, um, and David's been crushing on her for a while, right? And he teases David about how um, the last time he tried to talk to Emily and try to ask her out, he didn't ask her for a date. He asked if she wanted to go to a gathering. <laughs> and he teases about, like, what is she, a wizard? Does yeah, she carry a wand around with her purse? Exactly. And David says, he has, he's like, I have no idea why I said that to her. Like, just, <laughs> like, he's like, I asked her for to go to a gathering. Like, yeah. just, you know. And, um, and he's like, you know, I'm just giving you a hard time. You should go. Like, they seem like they're fairly good buddies. Like, actually, you know. Um, and he's like, no, you, come on, man. You got to do this. Like, this is your last chance. Yeah. You know, like, for real. And she won't be a conflict of interest anymore. Exactly. Because she won't be working there She anymore. won't be working there anymore. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, come on, man. He's like, no, you really like her and you guys can really work out. And, so, and he genuinely seems like. Just don't say the word gathering. Exactly. Be yeah, fine. it should be fine. <laughs> and David says, well, he can't today because he left his balls at home. Uh. And Corey goes, again? <laughs> he's like, yeah again and then he's like left him right on the nightstand he's like oh next to your nightgown and he's like yep well i'm gonna head out early today 
<laughs> and Corey asks him about the Christmas party, and David says that he doesn't want to go. And they tease each other a little bit longer. It really doesn't matter and stuff. But uh, but Corey did remind him that he's like, well, you were supposed to be my ride tonight. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, okay. And then he gives him more advice about Emily. And he's like, come on, man. One drink, give it a shot. And he's like, all right, I'll stay. So he stays for the Christmas party. Nice. At the party, David actually is enjoying himself a little bit, right? He's hanging out with a bunch of the other guys that are the same age. Anyway, Corey is telling this ridiculously long story about how he's like, oh, um, you know, New Year's Eve night, I ordered a pizza like three minutes before midnight and it showed up like 15 minutes later at my house and I was like, I'm not paying for this pizza. I ordered it last year. <laughs> and they were all like, oh my gosh. And the one guy was giving Corey the hardest of times, which is going off about how, oh, is the story ever going to end? And he's like, it will if you shut the fuck up and let me tell it and they were like oh is this finally the punchline of the story and he's like can you just fucking shut your mouth and let me tell it because literally that was the joke and it literally would have taken him 30 seconds to say but they just kept interrupting him the whole time and anyway they all they all razz him a little bit after he finishes the story telling him that that wasn't funny and it's like oh that's what we waited for and all this you know yeah and David finally gets the courage to go over and speak to Emily because she's now standing there by herself. She doesn't have anyone else around her. So he gets up and they chat for a few seconds, but it's mostly just like, hey, yeah, how's the party? Can I get you a drink? And she's like already holding a drink. She's like, I'm good. He's like, oh, okay, you know. Um, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Um, and she goes, well, I guess I'm going to probably head out. And he's like, all right, see you again. Hope to see you again kind of a thing. And she's like, yeah. Probably not. And then leaves, you know. Oh. And he's like, crap. So she's standing outside trying to catch a taxi, but it's like midnight now. And she's standing out there. You can tell it's really cold. She's got a hat on. She's got her jacket and everything. And David comes running out saying, Emily, you forgot your hat. And he's like, got a hat in his hand. And then he realizes she's wearing a hat. Oh. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's not mine. And he was like, oh, I thought it was yours and stuff. And she was like, nope. And then she, he asks her if they want, if she wants to get lunch sometime. And she's like, oh, um, uh, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just, I did. And she's like, no, I'm just actually really nervous right now. And she, he's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's just, I'm nervous to talk to you about stuff like this. Normally when you call me, it's about spreadsheets and stuff. And he's like, well, every time I called you, it wasn't the spreadsheets I wanted to talk about. And she was like. Aww. Okay, and stuff. And he's like, "Can I give you a ride home?" She's like, "Well, I live really far out of town." And he's like, "It's totally fine. It's like it's fine. I really I want to take you home." And she was like, "Okay." And he's like, "Cool. Wait right here. I'm gonna go grab my car." And so he goes running inside and goes to tell Corey that he's leaving and stuff. Right? And Corey gets up and he's like, "Okay, let's go." And he's a little drunk now. He's been drinking for way too long. It's supposed to be his ride. Yep. Yep. And David was like, no, the fuck not, dude. And he's like, yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to be my ride and stuff. And he goes, well, there's this awesome thing outside. There's a bunch of yellow cars everywhere with little with little signs on top. And if you give them money, they'll take you where you want to go. Yeah. And Corey goes, I don't have any more cash on me, man. And this is in 2012, so you couldn't just, like, swipe a card and go, yeah. you know. And uh, so he pulls open his own wallet and realizes he doesn't have any cash because he was just going to give him cash. I'd have given my friend 50 bucks if it meant right. that I was going to get to drive a pretty girl home, you yeah. know, kind of a thing, you know. Promise of anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't have any cash either. So he asks the other guys, he's like, will you please spot me some money? Or take him home. Or take him home. But they've yeah. all been drinking, so they can't. Mm-hmm. But he was like, can any of you spot me money? And they're all like, sorry, man, no cash and stuff, right? Yeah. And Corey's like, please, man, please. Like, he's like, you can drop me off on the way. And he's like, your house is in the opposite direction of hers. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. She won't care. And he's like, okay. Okay, fine. You didn't have so, the conversation that I just had with right. her. So they leave. They go out to the car, and Emily's fine with it. She's like, "It's okay. Like he's your yeah. drunk friend right now. You know, yeah, it's fine." So David reluctantly <laughs> agrees, and they head out. And driving down the road, they're all laughing. Uh, oh, um, Corey was using David's phone. Like, he was calling one of the other guys at the building because he forgot to put something away in the office or whatever. And he goes to hand David his phone back, and he goes, uh, your phone just died. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, whatever, man. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And they start joking about how one of the coworkers, they're pretty sure, is on drugs. Good. And they were like, oh, yeah, you remember last year when he was, like, um, getting, uh, like, drunk on cough syrup or whatever? And they all, ha, 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 I remember that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And Corey keeps drinking because he brought a bottle with him. So he's just in the backseat drinking. Jeez. Hope you don't get pulled over kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh... Don't break the law while you're breaking the law. Right. And he says that they... He goes, I... He just goes, starving! 
<laughs> and, and David just keeps apologizing to Emily and she thinks it's a little cute at first. She's like, it's fine. It's really okay and stuff. And he's like, food, you know what would be really good with drinking food? Food would be great. And they're like, dude, no, we're going to take you home. And he's like, no, man, no, I don't have any food at my house. I have to go grocery shopping. Like, please, let's just stop and get something. And they're like, dude, it's after midnight. There's nothing open. And he's like, food. <laughs> Oh, and David's like, no, man, we need to get Emily home. Like, it's fine. And David or Corey goes, and I want you to take Emily home. I really do. I want that for you, man. But if you get me food, this third wheel shenanigans would end right after. And so they were like, okay, we'll fine. get you food, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, let's just go to this place really quick. And he goes, oh, no, we got to stop by an ATM. Then I need cash. Mm. And they were like... Well, just use your debit card. And he's like, nah, man, they only take cash here. And I'm like, I guess that was 2012. Some places were still doing that. Or you could. I feel like there's still some places <laughs> right. that do. They're just like randomly. You go like, in and you're like, fuck, man. Yeah. Why? Some people would just not want to pay the credit card companies for it. True. Um, so David pulls off the road and we see this like ATM booth. It's one of those like indoor ATMs. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's in the middle of a fucking parking lot. And it's got two booths inside, two ATM machines on the inside. And it's a fairly big like... I don't want to say as big as this room, but, like, it's it's a fairly good size, yeah. you know? Yeah. Enough that the three of them can stand far enough away from each other that they're, like, have, you know, it's, anyway. Yeah. And you have to swipe your card to get in to the booth so that homeless people aren't just, like, sleeping in there all night kind of a oh. thing. Oh. Um, Lovely. And uh, and not trying to tamper with the machines and stuff, you know. So they uh, they park like a good few yards away because David's trying to be a dick to Corey and make him walk over there. And so Corey gets out of the car and is like stumbling drunk with his with his drink and everything. And he's he's um, not flirting with Emily, but he's like playfully joking with her. I didn't hear what he said, but it doesn't matter. He stumbles <laughs> off to go get his cash and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And David gets back in the car and they're joking for a minute about. Um, just how weird he is and sorry about that and blah 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 when she notices that he's got this little like angel pin in his car so she pulls it off and she's like what's this and she recites some kind of like guide my driving guide the other cars kind of a prayer like just a safety prayer thing and he goes yeah I, i think it came with the car when i bought it you know he's like it's not that big of a deal and she's like i think it's cute that you have something that you're kind of like you know looking for you know and he's like i came with the car but you know it's not mine it's fine yeah and they both look up as Corey's like standing outside the door being like, <sighs> come here, you know. So David's like, I'll be right back. And he gets out and he goes in to follow and see what the fuck Corey's talking about. And they're in there for a good like minute or two before Emily is like, what are they doing? So she takes David or she turns off his car and she gets out. And she's trying to lock it, but the key fob doesn't work. But she's like, well, I'm freezing and I don't want to sit in his car like by myself and stuff. So she goes in to and she's like, what are you guys like? What's taking you so long? What's going on? And um, they were like, oh, Corey's debit card isn't working. He's like, I don't know. There's something wrong with the magnetic strip. It won't read it in the machine. So uh, so David's getting money out <laughs> to give Corey to get pizza and to shut the fuck up right and so they're standing there and they're just kind of like waiting for a minute oh and she tells him she's like i tried to lock your car but the key fob isn't working he's like yeah it's been broken for a while and then she's like okay why are you getting the money and stuff and he's like oh Corey's car isn't working Corey's like do not embarrass me in front of emily (laughs) like i just yeah i thought that was a little funny i was like that's cute (laughs) and so they finally get the money and they go to leave and they turn and they see a man standing in the parking lot like not as far as their car is parked back but not super close to the doors, right? Right. Like, ominously weird yeah, in the distance, standing. but also right there. Yeah, and it's yeah. like 1 a.m., and he's just standing there, you know? Oh, thank you. <laughs> and so they're like, what the fuck is he doing? You know, and they're, they're standing there speculating for a moment of, like, what's going on and stuff. And Corey keeps insisting. They're like, he probably just wants to use the ATM. But doesn't want to be like, but doesn't hey. wanna, Yeah, like, yeah. come in here while we're in here and stuff. And he's like, come on, let's just go. And and Emily is like, no, I, I think he wants to rob us. Like she's the girl and she yeah. knows that. Uh, she's <laughs> like, I think he wants to rob us and stuff. And they, uh, Corey's like, he's probably just homeless. And David goes, he doesn't look homeless to me. And they're like, what does homeless look like? And he's like, he's way too like built to be homeless. And I'm like, I don't think that's, no. it's, it's whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But I don't think that's right. Anyway, but they both, uh, David and Emily kind of mentioned that they don't see another car. He didn't park anywhere. And, um, yeah, they're like, he wants to, he wants to rob us, right? 
Well, Corey throws open the door to step outside, oh, wow. and as he steps outside, the man starts walking towards him until Corey, like, stumbles back in and the door shuts, and then the man stops walking. And they were like, okay, he wants to rob us. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, and they're very weirded out. Let's see. Corey says, well, if we all leave together, it'll be fine. Well, there's, like, there's three of us. There's one of him. Let's just all go out of the car. He's not going to do anything to all three of us, you know? <laughs> when they look over and they just see this dude walking his dog, and he, like, lets him off the leash and lets him run for a second, which I thought was really in weird. I'm like, this is a parking lot. Okay. I just, I mean, like, you can see houses, but, like, they're not close enough for you to be like, hello over there, you know, like, and yeah. for them to, I mean, maybe if you were outside screaming your head off, somebody might hear it, but, like, I was like, you're just walking your dog in a parking lot. Anyway, the guy walking his dog just kind of, like, looks over and he's just like, uh, hello, like, 1 a.m. friends? Yep, just hi, hi what's up? And the hooded guy, I call him the hooded guy because they just call, he's just called the man yeah. in the credits and stuff, but... I'm like, I know I gotta just say the man. He's the hooded guy. And just turns, just like on heel, goes right up to him, clocks him in the face, and then proceeds to bash his head into the ground. Jesus. And then gets up and he walks back to what he was doing and he just stands there staring at them. And they're just like, ah, like freaking out. Yeah. And the guy's dog comes up to him and just like lays down next to him like, like daddy, you know. And I was like, you fucking dick. But he didn't kill the dog. So there's that. One was, redeeming factor. Right. But I was like, fuck you, dude. Right. Um, so Corey and David start immediately thinking like that the ATM should have a panic button, which they should. Yeah. But like, because I mean, like, what if, yeah, what if I am getting robbed right there or something? You know, like, what if I'm in danger? Yeah. Like, but I anyway. feel like if it's happening, like, it's going to take the police long enough to sure. get there that but they yeah. should have cameras too. But, yep. Um, so they start immediately looking for a panic button, uh, but they can't find one. And so they all look up and they see the hooded man just standing there watching him again. Hmm. Um, so they're all trying to stay warm. There's this one little heater just trying to blow out a little bit of air and they're still like cold because it's winter time and there's no snow on the ground. They were very clearly like, yeah, it's winter. They're cold. Let us make CG breath come out of their mouths and use a slightly blue filter sometimes on their faces to mm. make them look like they're cold mm-hmm. but not have snow literally anywhere in Chicago like it just interesting I don't know there's snow in Chicago isn't I there? don't know like, but it can be cold without snow sure but I'm like but like it's winter time yeah. and I just I don't know I'm like if it's getting below negative negative five That's there's cold. gotta be like there's gonna be snow and stuff right like I just I don't know it actually snows more when it's warmer <laughs> when it's above oh I freezing. guess yeah because there's nothing to like drop that makes sense yeah but um, anyway, they're all trying to stay warm and they start talking about how they're like, well, we should like make a break for David's car and we can like just hop in and drive away. Let's just do that because we have the keys. Let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the hooded man looks over and realizes that they motioned to the car. So he like books it right over and just opens the door easily because it doesn't lock like and yeah. stuff. And so he gets in and he rips out the wires underneath the dashboard Lovely. to just, you know, undo them. And then he pops the trunk and starts like throwing things out of his out of his trunk, like a like a folding chair and a blanket and a few other things and stuff, you know. And then he finds a toolbox and a tire iron. Oh boy! And he's like, "Yep, this is for me." Um, <laughs> which I just thought was weird because it's like, why didn't you bring a weapon with you, sir? Yeah, like you're just showing up to murder you're people, just walking just, around hoping someone shows up, but you don't, you're not prepared. I don't know. He's built. He doesn't right. need it. He just bashed someone's face in. Right. So he, he gets up and he walks around to the back of the, the ATM, which seems like it has a security door in the back. And I'm pretty sure that's probably where like it opens up so they can put money in the right. machine and stuff. And they hear banging back there and David thinks that he can make it to the car. And uh, because Emily's cell phone is in her purse in the car. Of course. And they were like, no, man, like he's fast. There's no way. And I'm like, he's not fast. Michael Myers is faster than this guy. This guy just like really walks he doesn't chase after them except for one time when he slips and like just yeah okay so he but he just like walks after them the whole time anyway but he was like don't worry i'll be halfway to the car before he even notices i'm gone and then and Corey goes what about the other half of the way yeah like Ugh. what do you mean <laughs> and uh um but as they're arguing um and for like they just hear like continuous banging and whatnot and for some reason emily thinks that the guy has a gun he's shown no indication that he has one like I, I would, I would have assumed he had some other kind of weapons on him, but yeah. like, he doesn't have a gun. Like, there's okay. I don't know. Like, I, I there, I would also be like, well, you don't know if he has one. Yeah. Like he's in so, a friggin' snow jacket. Yeah. Like, like I don't. Do what you do you know? mean? Yes or no? I don't. It doesn't fucking matter. No. It's always good to assume yes, but at the same time, like you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. So anyway, 
David's like, no, we have to get that cell phone. Like, we have to. And suddenly the power goes out, and the tiny amount of heat that they had has been cut off as well. Uh, And, like, the security lights turn on, so there's still, like, some lights. It's not as bright as it was, but they still have light. Let's see. And they decide that they need to set off the fire sprinkler, since that should have an alarm on it. But also you'll freeze. Right? But darn it, none of them have a lighter. You can break those. Yeah. And they'll still go off. off. Yeah. They're literally, like, they're one of the easiest things to damage of all time. And they're supposed to be that sensitive to go off. Like, and if they're damaged, they will go off. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, but they're, I mean, I could also guess if they were trying to be like, oh, well, if we break it, like. Then we're screwed if it doesn't go off. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, but it will. You're screwed either way. Yeah. So why does it matter? Might as well try. But it will. And I just, yeah, I got frustrated about that. Let's see. So they see what they think is a police car driving in the distance and they start like, hey, hey. But it turns around and it keeps going in the other direction. And they're like, crap, like he's not he's not making a round over here or whatever, you know? Which I personally think that a, a police officer should be making like rounds around an ATM. Yeah. Or something, yeah. Like, yeah. Especially if there's like an ATM thing right there. Anyway, so David and Emily think that they should offer him money. And David goes to the ATM and he pulls out $500 because that's a max you can take out. And he tells Corey... He's like, give me your debit card. We'll take out 500 from you, too. Maybe 1000 will be enough for him, right? And Corey goes, my card isn't working. Yeah. And he was like, okay, yeah. Um, and Emily goes, here, take my diamond earrings and stuff. So she gives him her earrings. And Corey's like, oh, my watch. Give him my watch, too. You know, it's a pretty expensive watch. Here you go. And Emily suddenly asks Corey how he was able to get into the booth. If his card didn't work. If his work. card didn't work. Uh-huh. And Corey, or David looks at him and goes, please just tell me you're being stingy. Like, please just tell me that you, and he's like, no, man, my card is not working. And he's like, but I swiped it to get in, but it wasn't until I got to the ATM, you know, kind of a thing to realize that his card wasn't working, right? Okay. So, and the hooded guy is still back behind the building. They can't see him or whatever. So David walks over and he pushes on the glass with both fingers and the door just opens. So it's not locked. Oh. But they think the hooded guy doesn't know that. So they're like, so as long as the door stays shut... We should be I mean, safe. If like, he had a debit card, he could open it himself. Exactly. So but they were like, well, clearly he doesn't because he's not opening the door. Unless he's just being scary. Right. And I, I'm over here like, what the fuck? Who's ever heard of these ATM booth thingies? Like, I'm like... No, I mean, uh, we don't live in a big enough city. I guess. But even like Salt Lake. Yeah. I've never seen something mm-hmm. like that. There's an ATM. It's outside. You just walk yeah, up to or an like ATM. Or like going to a gas station. Yeah. That's where they are. Exactly. I'm like, it's none of these things. Uh, so David grabs and and in this little ATM booth, there's like a couple of little like shelves off to the side. They're, you know, for you to like write Put your notes. stuff on or whatever. Yeah. And there's a bunch of envelopes and everything in there, like other bank stuff. Right. Okay. And so he pulls out an envelope, shoves all their stuff inside and he steps out and the hooded guy comes around the corner. And David, um, well, because he's he's trying to talk to him for a second mm-hmm. and he tells him like, hey, just let us go. We haven't seen your face. Like, Here's the money. We won't tell you anything. Here's $500 plus some earrings and a watch. And he tosses it at him. And the guy turns to grab the envelope and David books it towards his car, right? And he can't get in through the driver's side because the the hooded guy took his little pin, his little angel pin, and shoved it in his lock. So <laughs> okay, I knew that anyway, was going to come. But he was able but... to, yeah, he was able to run around to the other side mm-hmm. and get into the passenger seat where he finds her cell phone and he goes to call nine one one. But the hooded guy smashes in the window mm-hmm. and pops the door open, yanks it, and he's he's trying to like pull David out of there. But David is wearing like his like his suit coat and stuff. And he uses that to get away from him because he's grabbing onto the suit coat. So he just slithers out of that, dives toward the other side of the car, gets back out and bolts inside. And through all the struggle, he loses the phone. Oh, good. Yeah. So the hooded guy finds the phone and he just dumps it in the uh, the trunk. Like, he just th- tosses Great. it in the trunk. Uh, as well as, apparently, the dog walker's wallet. Oh. He took his wallet. Okay. Don't know why. Okay. Um, and then the, the envelope full of money. Clearly doesn't care about that. No. Anyway, and then they watch him, like, wander away a little to the back of the building again. Emily finds some lipstick in her purse, and she goes to the window and writes help pretty big. I would have written it on all the windows, but whatever. Every angle. Yep. And we see a sign outside that says it is negative five degrees, and it's just getting colder. Jeez. And Emily suddenly goes, hey, David, give me your card again. Um, And what's your PIN number? So he gives her his PIN number, and she starts trying to type it in backwards, and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I've heard that if you type in your PIN backwards, it's supposed to, like, activate the police. And Corey's like, that's an urban legend, which it is. Oh, it's not real? It's not real. Because he goes, well, what happens if your PIN number is, like, 2442? Yeah. You're screwed. Like, 
So um, he's like, that's an urban legend. Doesn't work. And I Googled it. It doesn't work. It's not. It should be like if you do like star first or uh-huh. something, you know, like, well, no, because then people would. I don't know. Never mind. Mm-hmm. But there should be a way. A panic button. There should. Yeah. But then if someone's like holding you a gunpoint or something, you're just fucking dead as soon mm-hmm. as you touch that button. So I mean, they realize that they haven't seen the hooded man for a while and Corey thinks that they can bolt for it. Emily starts wondering if they know who the person is and if there's anyone that holds a grudge against them. And Corey thinks, David, maybe it's that guy that was, like, screaming at you on the phone earlier. Been to run into him and, or follow him from you? the party yeah. or... Okay. I don't know. But David goes, there's no way it could be that guy because that guy's in his 60s and this guy clearly isn't. Like, he's like, yeah, young, so, built, buff guy. Yeah. And there's like, he's like, there's no way that could be him. And they start realizing uh, that they can't feel their own fingers. It's starting to get that cold outside. So they huddle together for warmth for a minute and they look over and they see the same, what they thought was a police car making its rounds again. And so they start screaming for help. And this time the car does get closer and they realize that it's not a police car. It's a security guard. Huh? And stuff. And Corey's like, guys it's a security guard and they're like yeah so what and he goes so he doesn't have a gun they're like okay well whatever he can help he can get us help right but um do they not huh do they not i feel like some like what are you securing i don't know some of them are just there to like call the police and report and it's just, they're just patrolling to make sure That's dumb. so oh so they're yelling at him to call the police um and he can't hear them over the wind right and he doesn't see the big old help right well he sees that and he's coming closer and he's like what how can i help you like he's coming up to them when the hooded man attacks him of course and just fucking i don't know stabs him to death i'm not entirely sure there's just a lot of blood and you just hear a lot of squelching and stuff so like yeah. great and that is where we see the the image of a hood like a like because he's still where he's also wearing a hooded jacket with fur on it mm-hmm and uh, but his says security on the back but that is face down in some blood and that's the last scene we saw at the beginning of the movie when they were doing the flashes oh. and stuff and so i'm over here like because you think for a second you go oh they killed the hooded guy wrong hooded guy wrong hooded guy and i was like well, that that's fucked up that's <laughs> fucked up that's not fair that's <laughs> cheating um anyway uh yeah and he then um the hooded guy goes over and shuts off the uh, the security car and just leaves it there, right? And the group feels a little hopeless now, right? Yeah. Emily seems to really not be doing well. She's becoming disoriented, talking about plants. And they're like, okay, she's, like, going to go hypothermic soon if we don't Negative do something. Negative five is cold, mm-hmm. but, like, come on. Right. Well, they've been standing out there for a few hours, I guess, now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, which none of that makes any sense because everything seems like it's happening all within an hour. Yeah, it seems and, very fast. But, I don't know. Let's see. Um, so they're all saying they're talking about what they should do when suddenly the door to the ATM is pulled open and a hooded man charges inside. Oh. So they start panicking. A hooded man. <laughs> and attacking the guy. Uh-huh. Who starts fighting back and kicks Corey in the nose. I'm pretty sure breaking it. There's blood gushing and stuff. But they're just landing punches and kicking and stuff. And David grabs one of those chained pens off of the counter. Oh, no. And chokes him out. Oh, right? I thought you were going to say stab. No, I thought he was going to stab too, but he chokes him out. And I'm like, that chain is not strong enough to or do that. Or long enough. Yeah. I promise. Like, In no. any normal circumstance, that chain is not long enough no. to wrap around a throat. But they choke him out and they both back away feeling very bad about what they've just done, you know? Mm-hmm. And Corey says, like, we need to leave. We need to call the police and stuff, right? It was self-defense. Yeah. He turns to, like, go out the front door when they see the, the hooded man the standing hooded out man. there. Yeah. And they're just like, what the fuck? No. And they look down and realize it's the same exact coat. It's just, like... Some random guy who decided to also come in? hmm Okay. Well, they pull out his wallet to see who he is. He's got his picture of his wife and kids inside. And he's wearing a security badge um, that says he's a janitor or something at some place. And they thought... He's probably just stopping by the ATM, maybe on his way to work or something, you know, like, and so now they feel horrible. And Emily's like, what did you guys do? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like, shut up. you want to make him feel worse? I hated her throughout the whole movie. Everything, she drove me crazy. She just kept saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. And I'm like, that's a parent. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) Useless bitch. Um, Yeah. At least they didn't stab the guy. 
That would have been terrible. Yeah. But yeah, they go through his pockets hoping to find a cell phone, but he, he doesn't have one, I guess. Um, Great. Corey's trying to justify it, saying they didn't know anything about him and that they still don't know. He, they might be working together and stuff, right? And David's and like, no, dead. he's just a janitor. No, he is dead, apparently. But I'm like, there's no fucking way that that means the little chain is choking you out to, to the point. S- to death? To death. And if I saw that and realized that guy was still out there, CPR. Yeah. CPR. Resuscitate. Like, he is not... Like, because you, if you're choking someone out like that, minutes. It yep. takes minutes. Of constant pressure. Mm-hmm. Heavy pressure. Yep. People. Yep. <laughs> this is not for fun. Nope. This is not And they didn't games. even for a second try to start CPR on him. Rude. And I was like, okay, whatever. You killed him then. And I'm like, you guys didn't even try to resuscitate him in the slightest. And Emily just stood there like, oh, what did you guys do? And I'm just like, fuck off, bitch. Um... <laughs> Uh, so after a few minutes of sitting in silence, Corey takes the coat from the janitor and puts it on because he's freezing. And David starts to blame everything on Corey. And he's just like, this is your fault, man. If you if you weren't so insistent on getting food. And Corey's like, you cannot blame this on me. I mean. And I'm like, but you can't, though. Like, it's literally any other night. You'd go to an ATM, get cash out, and go home. It's true. Like. Yeah. You wouldn't blame him for, like, a tire popping on the road if you were just driving home in the same direction. Like, you just, you know. Yeah. But he's trying to be like, no, this is all your fault, man. If you hadn't wanted to do this, if you hadn't wanted to do that, sure. But Corey goes, you could have told me no. And he's like, I told you no over and over again. He's like, you could have kept driving. You were the one driving. I would have just been drunk and annoying. Yeah. And they start shoving each other, trying to blame each other and everything and blah, blah, blah. And Corey says that he's tired of all this and thinks that they should go out there and fight him off. Because there's three of us and only one of him, you know? Mm-hmm. And Emily's like, there's, there's no like way I can go out there. Two of you. Yeah. Two and a half. Right? Maybe. I'm like, Emily is useless. Yeah. But I'm like, but the two of you clearly just took out a guy. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, you were clearly capable of doing so with this guy who was very much fighting for his yeah, fucking but he life. he also didn't have a knife. I don't think he has a knife. I think he's a screwdriver. Oh, well, he so, has like, a weapon. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. Just, I don't know. Anyway. Um, you got your chain. You got your little chain, guys. Like, <laughs> swing the pencils like yeah. nunchucks. Anyway, just... oh, hey, stab with the pens. Right, that's but what you got to do. Corey's like, we need to go out there. We need to fight him off. And Emily's like, no, I can't go out there. Please don't go out there, Corey. Corey says no, and he steps outside and he makes a run for it. Right, and he gets just past the cars. When I thought he slipped, like at first I was like, oh, did he just get clotheslined? And then I watched the scene again and I was like, no, he he just slipped, right? No, he got fucking clotheslined. At some fucking point, this hooded guy put up a metal wire strung across. What? And like, that was apparently thin enough to not notice. And I From just, what, like a street lamp to a street no lamp? No idea. <laughs> no idea what it did was strung to. decapitated? No, it just knocked him on his back. And I thought... Maybe it knocked the wind out of him because he went down hard. Sure. Right? But he's just laying there, like, breathing. He's just like, huh, huh, huh. I mean, he got knocked in the fucking windpipe, too. Sure. But he just keeps laying there as the hooded guy, like, is walking past and, like, is runs his hand along the wire so you can tell that there's now a wire there. I don't know. So he's just there. David <laughs> tries, or, like, he's just laying there on the ground and the hooded guy stabs him in the gut with this with the screwdriver right oh. and like weirdly gets close to his face like just looming over him just like just like, weird. And I'm power like, game what the fuck are you doing dominating but david is trying to get back out there and emily stops him he keeps like it's too late david it's too late no the fuck it isn't he's i'm sorry alive. he's distracted yeah as well yeah that's my friend no, no i don't fucking care i'd be going out there yeah. this guy wants to kill me either way yep true so I'm gonna go out fighting. I'm gonna be a fucking pussy ass bitch like you, Emily. <laughs> so David shoves Emily back into the ATM booth and she falls over the the dead guy and like lands on her back for a second and stuff. And we keep seeing glimpses of what the ATM security camera is seeing. Mm. And that's one of the things we see is her hitting the ground. Uh, David stumbles back inside after a minute, slumping to the ground. And Emily sits next to him, both of them just being like, this can't be happening, right? Like, this this actually can't be happening. Anyway, the hooded man once more goes to the back of the ATM, and he seems like he's trying to break his way into the back door, but it won't budge. Uh, he then looks over and sees a small Christmas tree farm, and so he goes over to it, and there's just some Christmas tree farm in this parking lot. Okay. I mean, yeah. And um, this grabs season. this long-ass fire hose and drags it back over to the booth with him. It's also now negative six outside. He goes, I knew that hat wasn't yours. She's like, what? And he's like, I was just really desperate to talk to you. I snatched it off the back of someone's chair. And she was like, oh, that's really sweet, you know. 
And he goes, but I should have let you go. Like, I should let you find that taxi. Like, I should let you drive yourself home. Like, something, you know. It's not my fault. And Emily's like, this. she goes on this fucking tirade where she's trying to seem all smart and shit. About how she's like, it's nobody's fault. We're just trying to control a situation that we have no control in and stuff. That's why we believe in weird things like little trinkets that that bless our cars and some fucking shit. She's just going off. Okay. I was just like, you pretentious fucking bitch. Shut your fucking mouth, bitch. Like, I just <laughs> did not like her. And she's like, she's like, yeah, it's uh, none of this matters because it's not our fault. And we're supposed to what? Think that that just protects us automatically because we didn't do anything to this guy. So obviously nothing should happen to us. Mm, so, yeah. You know, just goes off about that. Anyway, they lean in to kiss. And there's suddenly a very loud bang from the back wall. Yeah, this is not the time. Right? (laughs) And the two ATM machines and stuff. And so David starts looking around and looks up, and he sees Corey crawling back towards them. Oh. So he's not dead. So they both bolt outside to grab him, and Emily thinks that they should run for the street first. But Corey, or uh, David is like, no, there's no cars passing by right now. Like, we have to get him back inside, you know? Um, He's going to bleed out otherwise. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, back to the ATM booth. So they Why rush back they to the booth. they go in the other side where the the locking door might actually lock? They can't get to that side. Oh. So there's like there's like the booth on the inside, and then there's, there's the back. It's like a back room. But there's two ATMs, right? Yeah, but there, it's just one big booth oh. that has two ATMs inside. Oh, okay. So yeah, they get back into the booth, uh, and the hooded man hears them, and he bolts around the corner to try to stop them, but he slips. And um, they, they managed to get inside at the last second, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they drop down and they realize that the screwdriver's still buried in Corey. And David goes to pull it out and Emily tells him to stop, that that's just going to make it worse. So they're like, well, we need to apply pressure to the wound and stuff, right? Um, so what do they do? Do they, I don't know, take off a, a coat or something and wrap it around him to... Like the to, dead guy's to, shirt? Yeah, something, something like that. The fact that Corey's wearing a tie, David's wearing a tie. Tourniquet? Anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's his stomach, but, like, you can definitely apply pressure, yeah. like, with that. So, now you have a weapon. Yeah. Great. And, like, but, I mean, if you pull it out, he'll bleed faster. So, like, never pull out a, a weapon or never pull out... Whatever it is that yeah. stabbed you, that's what's keeping most of the blood in. And most things will cut again on the way out. So do they grab any of that stuff? No. No. Emily grabs some of the bank papers and starts pressing that against his wound. Okay. And then she takes off her coat and puts it over him and is trying to like... Okay, the bitch who's already dying. <laughs> right? Not the so dead just... guy's shirt. Right? Something. Right? I just, okay. Whatever. So, oh, while they're doing this, David gets up and he grabs... There's like these two metal trash cans in there. And grabs one of the trash cans and he starts smashing it against the ATM, thinking if he damages it enough, it'll set off an alarm, mm-hmm. which that should. Yeah. So, so he starts smashing it, but we see that the security camera is just watching him and it's just like fritzing out a little bit as he's doing this. Well, we also see outside that the hooded man goes over to David's car, pops it in neutral and pushes it up to shut the door to like lock them inside so oh. they can't get out. David turns around and he sees that and he goes to like push it to like try to get out, which he like he goes to push and doesn't realize there's a car in front of the glass door. I don't know. I just thought it was a little weird. But as he was pushing, there's clearly like some space. Also, why are you pushing to get out? Secondly, he blocked his way in. Yeah. Except for the back door that he's trying to get through. Yeah. But he can't get to them from the back door unless he goes through like cement and drywall. So you're safe now. Right? You're extra safe now. Your friend is just bleeding out. That's it, right? Except, as all of this is going on, Corey starts having a seizure. Right. And Emily just starts panicking and doesn't know what to do. Okay? Suddenly, water starts gushing through the vent. The heater vent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're like, oh no, he's trying to drown us and stuff. And I'm like... Open the door. As much as you can. As much as you can. That's all you need. Use the dead guy's foot to prop it open. Like, just... Like, and like, it's cold, but it's not going to like instantly freeze. I know, but they were like, oh, he's trying to freeze us to death in here. And I'm like, rushing water is not going to freeze you. No. No. If anything, that's probably warmer than what you're like dealing with right now. True. And, or if anything, it's just as cold as it is already. Also, how is that hose not frozen? I don't know. I don't know. It looks like it's a big fucking like emergency hose. Like, like fire hose. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. 
Let's see. So they're trying to lift Corey up to get him on like the little shelf thingy up there to get him out of the water. But Emily's just like, I can't, I can't lift him. I can't, I can't do it. And so they can't get him up. So they prop him in the corner to try to keep him like his head above water at least. And they start, okay, we need to, um, we need to do something. And as they're moving him, they find that Corey actually does have his cigarette pack or there's a cigarette pack in a pocket. I don't know if it was Corey's pocket. I don't know if it was the janitor's pocket. I don't know. Uh, Because Corey was wearing the janitor's coat. Right. right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was probably his, yeah. So I'm guessing, because Corey said that he didn't have a lighter earlier. Yeah. And so they find a lighter inside the cigarette box. And they're like, okay, we can start a fire. We can make the sprinkler go off, right? And as all this is going on, the hooded man goes and he grabs the folding chair that he threw out of David's trunk and he sets it up and he just sits. (laughs) And I was like, this son of a bitch. Like... This chaos creator yep. is just like, let me just sit back. He's just like, watch this unfold. Yep. I don't know about you, though, but I would not be picking one of the coldest fucking nights of the year to go and murder somebody, though. No. I would be way too cold. I would be like, fucking die already. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Come out! <laughs> just, because they're apparently there for four or five hours in that booth, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. I mean, he's gonna like, be just in the snuggiest jacket you've ever seen. I guess. I'm like, he's probably gotta have thermals on he's and stuff. Layers, there too. Like, baby. he's ready. Yeah. But I'm like, and I'm sure that like the thrill of it all is probably like keeping his blood up and t- but I'm just like after a while I just like yep come on. on for the first 20 minutes I'd be like yeah I'm gonna fucking get you guys and then I'd be like oh, oh fuck I'm actually gonna like, call yeah. it I'm done I'm done yeah, thanks just- for the fun but I gotta- <laughs> not fucking Alyssa nope she's I'm um a warm time killer you know mm-hmm. so I'm the one who's hunting down those kids um, going to the cabins in the summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah. yeah. Jeepers creepers. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, like, just summertime. Yeah. Summertime killer. Camp Crystal Lake. I know what you did last summer. Exactly. Yeah. That's me. That's me. Yeah. I'm doing shit in the winter. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm snuggled up at home mm-hmm. in my cozy, warm blanket. Yep. I'm not killing nobody. Don't worry. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'll take that holiday off, so... <laughs> Uh, Emily grabs uh, one of the other garbage can because David broke the other one. So she grabs the other garbage can and they start throwing all the banking papers inside. And the water's filling up pretty high. Can like you it's almost hold the lighter up to it. They're not tall enough. It's it's oh. tall enough that it apparently can't reach. And they kept trying to stand on the little ledge and reach over, and they couldn't reach it from there. Okay. So, um, and they also think that it wasn't enough to generate heat to set it off or whatever. Okay. Which it would have been. But, like, it's fine. They couldn't reach it, so there's that. You can't stand on the trash can? No. That thing would have crumbled. (laughs) So they throw a bunch of the papers inside, um, like all the banking envelopes and stuff. They throw that all in, and they light it up. And uh, they still can't reach it, so Emily thinks that if David can put her up on on his shoulders, that she can reach it. So they do that. Um, and she holds it up there and they do manage to set off the fire alarm. So the sprinkler starts spraying and an alarm starts blaring, right? So they're like, yes, we did it. But David slips in the water. Oh God. And a little bit in his defense, it's like gushing at him. So like he kind of stumbles. Yeah. And Emily goes down clocking her head on one of the little shelves on the way down. I don't know if she's dead, but I'm assuming so. Okay. Because... She doesn't wake up for the rest of the movie, yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, like, he... Okay. And, and. So, uh, David's just kind of holding her, telling her to hang on. He's just, like, clinging to her and stuff. When um, David's car is rammed through the AT... Or, like, into the booth, because the hooded guy ran the security guard's car into David's car. So that oh. shoved it inside, right? Great. And... Uh, so that smashes the glass and it causes the water to just gush outside, right? And at this point, I'm like 90% certain that, well, I'm like, no, I'm 100%. Uh, Corey's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either he drowned or he bled out, one or the other, or both. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so David isn't entirely sure what to do, but he looks over and he realizes um, that, like, this is it. Like, th- this is my final stand. I gotta do something right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and if I can't get Emily help, we're gonna all fucking die, you know? I'm pretty sure she's dead, though. Like, yeah. She hit hard. Like... Sad. But I'm like, but people have been hit harder and lived, you know? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. Anyway... So he kind of goes over crying for a second, like holds her like goodbye kind of a thing. And then he gets up all pissed (laughs) and uh, he looks over and he realizes that Corey had brought in his bottle of alcohol and it was like still had, I don't know, like a good third of it left inside. So um, he runs over to his car because it's now shoved inside the ATM. He finds his jacket and he rips off the sleeve 
because that's the only dry thing in the building, you know? Yeah. And he shoves it into the bottle, and he makes himself a little Molotov cocktail. And he goes outside, and he sees the hooded guy still sitting in his chair, so he throws the Molotov at it, and it just lights up, right? Except we realize that it's not the hooded guy, it's the security guard who he propped up in the chair. Yeah. So he... uh, I would have broken the bottle and have it. Right? I would have been like, let's go! Let's fucking go! Come at me! Yeah. You're gonna anyway. Right? And I... Bomb out of it, okay. (laughs) For real. (laughs) But as this is going on, too, like, the security guard is, like, burning up, like, his clothes are burning and stuff. And he had, like, a can of mace on his belt that explodes and it blasts Corey in the face and so he's a little caught off guard. David. Uh, David, thank you. David's a little (laughs) caught off guard. He's stumbling and stuff. And the hooded guy is, like, about to go at him when they hear um, sirens blaring. Mm. And um, so he ducks into the shadows as all these, like, cop cars pull up. And they get out, like, pointing their guns at David, yelling at him to to get on the ground. Put your hands up. And David's like, no, him over there. That guy. The hooded guy. That guy with the hood and stuff. And they're like, on the ground. On the ground and stuff. And he's like, okay. And so he gets on the ground. They cuff him and they throw him in the back of a cop car. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. But not a single officer was like, what happened? What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah. They just throw him in the back of a cop car. Like, we'll arrest him. You guys go look in the direction he's pointing just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, there was like like four or five cop cars pulling up. Like, you got enough people. mm -hmm. You have the manpower. Also, if they're coming because a fire alarm went off, why is it four or five cop cars and not? A fire, a fire truck? I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. Okay. So, or at least a cop car and a fire truck, right? I just, I don't know. Okay. But as they're dragging him to the police car, he's just yelling about how that he's done nothing wrong and it's the hooded man that killed them. He's the one that killed them all and stuff, so, you know. Let's see. He then gets into the car and he's just kind of crying in the back seat. And we realize um, that these are all the scenes that we got glimpses of earlier. That was the crime scene that we saw. Mm-hmm. Daylight starts streaking into the, or it starts to break and David is being driven away from the crime scene. And we look out at the gathered crowd and we see many people standing there with hooded furry coats on. It's just a coat that people buy, you yeah. know. Um, and But he doesn't notice that there is one in particular holding his little angel pin mm-hmm. in his that hand. he pulled out of the lock of I the guess. door. I guess. Okay. So, yeah. How sweet. Um, we then see that the cops um, downloaded the security tape from inside. And they're watching it on a little camera or like a little laptop thingy. And my favorite thing, though, is that it just keeps skipping to scenes that it makes David look like he's the bad guy. Okay. And um, like, it's not even I'm sorry. They were in there for five hours. Yeah. Five hours. And it's literally just skipping to when David is like arguing with Corey and shoving him or when they're killing the dude or when he pushes Emily back inside or when he's really mad and like because he's trying to break the machine so that he can get the, you know, making him look like he's some psychopath and you can't see the hooded guy because he conveniently stands outside the cu- well, security and, like, r- the camera. How much did the hooded guy actually do to them? Exactly. Nothing. But like, but I'm like, I'm sitting here just like looking at all of this and I go, but you can see, you can see that Corey, like some guy runs in there, Corey helps fight the guy off, okay? You can see that they're standing there clearly panicked about something that's for happening hours. outside for hours. Yeah. They're in there for hours. You're telling me that the multiple times they're standing there freezing and talking to each other and then being like you think he's like plotting yeah like, no okay and they're literally only showing the scenes of david just looking crazy and i'm like because if it was motion activated i could understand that yeah but they were in there for hours that they were moving around the whole time because they're trying to keep warm yeah that thing would have been on recording the entire time and it should be it should not be a motion yeah no thing but we're I mean, only was it just that you were shown in these clips or we like, were... as they were watching it that's what they were watching <laughs> i don't know okay because that's that's what it just kept glitching to was like every time Corey or david did something crazy and mm. i'm like weird but if you're sitting there watching the whole security tape and asking david okay what happened here he'd be like oh yeah the hooded guy was fucking standing outside right there this was us trying to decide to take out five hundred dollars emily gives me her earrings Corey gives me his watch i throw it out there i throw it out there like you can see me standing there at the door i chuck it you may not be able to see the hooded guy but then you see me bolt off and come running back in horrified yeah you see Corey leave and we pull him back in gushing blood dying i didn't stab him yeah like 
just I don't know. I'm just sitting I there can and drive like, my car through the exactly, machine. The thing. Exactly. But the thing is, is that when he's hitting the uh, the um, ATM with the bucket, that's when it breaks the camera. The camera stops recording, and right after that is when they smash the car inside. Of course. But the hooded guy couldn't have known that. Yeah. So I just anyway. He was just playing a game. He didn't give a fuck. Right? But that's the other thing, too, is that, like, oh, so I went out there and moved both vehicles and then rammed the one inside? Like... Right. No. And then how did I get back inside? Like... True. Yeah. I just... I'm sorry. Emily stood on her own fucking shoulders to set off the fire alarm. I die. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just... There's so much about that that I'm like, the police would figure that out. Like, yeah, they'd probably get him for killing the dude, but, like... Still kind of self-defense. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Also, I just... It drove me crazy, too, because uh, um, he didn't touch the screwdriver. Oh, then again, it's his screwdriver, so, of course, his prints would be on it. True. So, like... Yeah. You know, but... I don't know. I'm just like, there's so many... Like, a cop would sit there, watch this, and go, yeah, he didn't do it. Yeah. They should. He killed that guy, but, like... Yeah. You know? But, I'm sorry, they're standing there being like, gosh, what do we do? Blah, 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 blah. And some guy comes bolting in, and they both go... Ah! Boom! And, like... Yeah. Like, that why is clearly he running is them, in the first place? Yeah. Because like he's cold? I guess. I don't know. But, like, anyway. So, yeah. It's just supposed to look like him going crazy and stuff. And I'm like, no! No! I don't agree with that! I want to know what building this parking lot is for. Yeah. Because where are their security cameras? Exactly. There should be something. There should be others. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just this empty lot with an okay. ATM inside. I don't know. I just... That's weird. Anyway. Um, so we see the hooded guy walking down a long hallway to a storage facility, and he gets to one at the very end, goes inside, he takes off his coat, and he hangs it up, and instead of just that being his room of where he's plotting everything, he moves a bunch of boxes off to the side, and he removes a back panel to, like, another security storage unit or whatever, and then he goes in there, and he's got more boxes and shit of, like map so you see him tidying up a few notes on the map that he made earlier uh-huh. and then puts that away pulls out another file that's labeled mini mart and opens that up and starts making a map for that one what? so he's mapping out all of the camera angles so that he can stay just out of the camera angles the whole time that's fucking dedication to right? your work i guess so okay yep the end Okay. The end of my story. Like <laughs> the, end of the movie that I watched. Okay. I'm sorry. I I mean like I don't know. I just feel like there's so many times where people are like, "Oh, I there's no way I could go out in there and try to fight him." I'll, I'm going to fucking go down then. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm a big old sissy. I'm a fucking go down. Yeah. Like you either die in here scared and sad, yeah. or you fight. Or I'm going to fight. Yeah. And I'm wily. <laughs> Like, it's true. It's true. I'm not that strong, I'm not that fast, but I'm wild, let's go. Like, yeah. I'm mean. I'm a fucking wolverine. I can bite. I'm a badger. Yeah. Let's go. You know? Yeah. Might as well. I just, I what don't if know. you win? Exactly. Maybe, maybe you'll get a good punch in. Maybe exactly. you'll bite off his nose. I was, and it just clearly showed that Corey and, and David could take on a guy. Yeah. Of comparable size, Of comparable size, yeah. And... Maybe not, like, a Marine who's a little more trained. I don't know if this guy was or wasn't. He clearly is psycho. Mr. Cartographer over yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. Just, Alrighty. I don't fucking know. Anyway, we never get to see his face either, because... Of course. Yeah. I don't really like movies like that anyway, though. Yeah. So... I mean, I'm okay with the bad guy winning. That's fine. But, like, the whole time I was just like... And? Yeah. Like... Yeah. It's one of those also, movies where, like, a lot of stuff happened, but, like, did anything But did anything happen? happen? Yeah. I just... Yeah, it makes me real mad. And the other like thing that frustrates the hell out of me is that like I guess it was 2012. People weren't as attached to their phones because they're not smartphones; they're just Blackberries and stuff. Uh, but like, I feel like we were pretty advanced. Yeah, we were still then. pretty attached to cell phones and stuff, right? Yeah. But you're telling me that two of you left your phones in the car? I get the one being dead because Corey was on it and he, he drained the battery. Yeah. But like, both of you left your your phones. I mean, was in the she car? in like a dress? No. Oh. She was in, like, a pantsuit, but not a pantsuit. She was just in pants and a blouse. Like... Maybe her slacks didn't have, like, pockets. Because girls' pants don't have pockets. But she had her phone in her purse. Yeah, but if you're just going in to check on him, I don't... You know... I bring my purse. purse For five seconds, you think you're going to be in there? No, I bring my purse every time. Hmm. I probably wouldn't. (laughs) But I would also just, like, have my phone on me. So, like... But she was wearing a coat that had a pocket. And I'm just, like... Hmm. 
<laughs> makes me mad. But there was no phone inside the booth whatsoever. There was no way to call for help or anything. And I'm just like, this, I like, feel like... is it locked inside? Exactly. I'm like, yeah. what are you supposed to do? So, hmm. like, what if the power goes out and you can't get the door open now? Because it, it's latched shut. But there's security lights, so I assume there's some kind of, like, backup, backup power? power? Yeah, so maybe, but, like... Hmm. But what if I start having a heart attack inside there? You're fucked. Like, yeah. Yeah. If the police officer's debit card doesn't work doesn't very work. well, then yep. you're screwed. I just was so frustrated about that. I was like, okay. So um, do you rate it? That 4.7 was worth it. The The best acting was, was Josh Peck. So I mean, makes sense. Yeah. I do like Josh Peck. Yep. Emily was horrible. I hated her so much. She was just so dry. Like... <laughs> they picked her because she's pretty. She was the one reading lines. Yeah. Her whole little tirade of, oh, this and this and so what? We're supposed to be protected and we're supposed to just believe it. we didn't do anything doesn't mean nothing will happen to us. Yeah. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up, dumb bitch. She made me mad. Yeah. And I, don't, I just, I, there's just so many things that I was getting mad about that... I mean, yeah, clearly this guy is strong enough that he can just smash someone's head into the ground and stuff. But I'm like, there's three of you. And Emily clearly is the most useless thing in the world. I would use her as a weapon. Like, just grab her by the feet, swing her around. Like, I just... She'll be fine. She'll be fine. She's cool. Was she wearing heels? Cat, cat. They were like... I mean, they were heeled, um, like, suede boots kind of thing. You know, like, they were, like, ankle boots and stuff. Okay. Cat, cat. Yeah. You could clock him. (coughs) For real. Yeah. Maybe not stab him, but you could clock him. Yeah. And I was just, like, the whole time I was just like, I feel like I would just do things a lot differently. I would have set off the fire extinguisher way sooner, any possible fucking way that I could have. Yeah. I guess they didn't have a lighter. And I'm sitting here trying to think, like, oh, how would you do that kind of a thing? But. Break it. I would risk it and break it. Oh, yeah, I would break it. That's what I would do. So. Yeah. But I guess I'm one of the people that thinks, yeah, if you break it, it'll go off. Is it like it just. You're so mad. Like, I guess you'd have to be doing it from the outside, but if you broke the scanny lock to get in, mm-hmm. I wonder if that would set off an alarm, too. But then he'd come after you before you're even yeah. done doing that, so I don't know. That's okay. Sometimes it's fun to have movies that you just get fucking pissed about. Uh-huh. It's fun to talk about them, so. Was, like, the blood and stuff good? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of blood, but yeah, it looked pretty good. Like, was it, like, practical? Yeah. The only practical they did was the fire and the bucket. And their breath coming out. So, oh, yeah. Makes sense. But I was just getting so mad because they were like, oh, no, what do we do? The water's gushing in and we're going to prop the door open. Yeah. Prop it open. Let it go out. You also have, like, a slightly broken bucket. Like, prop that open. Like, I just... It was too cold. They couldn't think. I guess. Their brains were frozen. Obviously. And, And the fact that this was going on for hours. If this was all happening within an hour, I could understand the panic. Oh, yeah. But the, the sheer fact that there was clearly at least 30, 40 minutes of time in between things happening where they were just... Just waiting. Right down in Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> Get there fast and then we'll take it slow. Like, no, what do you mean? You're yeah, just right. sitting there for hours? Like, like dawn by the time yeah. the police get there pretty much, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, that's at least four or five hours. Also, uh, no, I'm sorry. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't be dawn by then. It's winter. winter. It wouldn't be till like, 8 a.m. that it would start really getting light out. Or 7. Yeah, that's true. So that would have been a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. But they were, it, but it was, like, showing it was, like, 5 a.m. when the when the cops showed up and started getting bright out. Fake. And I was just like, it's clearly not winter time when they're filming this. And just. Yeah. 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 So. Cool. Yep. Well, thanks for watching a movie. Yeah. Even though you hated it. Like, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it was just like, I don't know. I feel like there was other things these people could have done. You know, I mean, you're sitting there knowing that typing your pin number in wrong um, is going to act is 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 not going to actually call the police. Yeah. But you don't think to break a sprinkler head like. Yeah. Or the, the ATM earlier than that. Yeah. Or something. I just. It's like they were like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Yep. We sit. Yep. Hmm. We're just going to sit here, freeze. Hmm. Cool. Yep. We just wait to die. Yep. Also, I would have broken that bottle way sooner and been like, let's fucking go. Right? Let's go. Are you just noticing that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking cocktail. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe he... Makes a Molotov cocktail. Mm. Like, what if you missed? Exactly. And just, like, smashed on the ground and burnt on the freaking tar? Yep. Then what? Then what? Okay. <laughs> My aim is not that good, okay? Well, I'm not going to make a Molotov cocktail. 
And, and at what point did the guy string up the wire that they were weren't That's like, the what most is he bullshit doing? thing I've ever seen in my You know, life. like that's stupid. Cuz I mean it was dark out, but yeah. they could see what he was doing. Like and if they just watch him like walking like, what are you doing? Also, bro? where like, did you get the wire? Did yeah. you come prepared with that? But with nothing that, else? but nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> is that your weapon of choice? I don't know. The I wire. Mean, maybe he set it up while they were inside, just chatting about. Oh, we can't get money out of the machine because Corey doesn't have it. That's stupid. Like, or like, was it in the trunk? Because why? I don't think so. Yeah, I just okay. <laughs> so, yeah. would you recommend? No, not no. really. There's better movies out there. So, Josh Peck was good in it, though. True. So, I mean, if you're like, I want to watch Josh Peck, be kind of a little bit of a douchebag. That's a good one. (laughs) But I could see where other people would be like, man, he's such a douchebag. And I'm like, he's just a guy. Like, he's a little drunk. You're telling me that none of you guys act a little assholey when you're drunk? Right. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. He's supposed to be annoying. Cast the first stone and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And And people are like, oh, well, I mean, why would he even get in the car with them and stuff? You were my ride. Yeah. Did you not watch the movie? Yeah. Hello. I don't know. I just... Okay. And I am a firm believer of, like, businesses should not be serving alcohol at parties. No. I think that's a liability. Like... Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Was it, like, at a restaurant? No, it was in their build, like, their office. Yeah, that's weird. And I'm like... I don't think... But, I mean, you are, you're always watching these holiday movies where they're serving tons of alcohol and everything. And I'm like, do you guys have a liquor license? Right. Like... That's not legal and all things. Yeah. Maybe in different states. Maybe. But I'm like... Chicago. Probably. I, don't, I mean, I could also be a BYOB, but, like... That's not... That's a not... Good idea. No. That seems like a worse issue. Yeah. And I'm just... I don't find... I just think that businesses should be like, no alcohol, please. No. Like... Even after hours. Yeah. No. No alcohol on premises. Yeah, I could see if they went to a place that also served alcohol mm-hmm. and had their party there. Yep. Like Chili's. Mm-hmm. So, you know. <laughs> Going to Applebee's. Yep. But, but... Yeah, that is weird. So much so that he took alcohol with him? Yeah. That's weird. And they were all like, yeah, let's take shots and stuff. And he grabbed a bottle and brought it with him. I think it was whiskey. That's I didn't weird. quite see what the what the drink was. But like, like, Thanks, company. Yeah. Appreciate it. It was slightly yellow. And I'm like, that's a whiskey color, right? So, yeah. yeah. Sure. Imagine that company, though. Like, the next day, two of them are dead and one of them's in jail and they right? think he did it. The gossip that <sighs> would be going around, for sure. But I'm just like, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way that the cops would, like, realistically be like, oh, yeah. I mean, at first, I could see them being like, yeah, he did it. But then, like... Yeah, as soon as you watch the tapes, there's no fucking way. That's dumb. Yep. Yeah, that twist is dumb. Yep. I mean, it's not a twist, but that conclusion. Yeah. Is <laughs> dumb. Like, if they, like, realistically was like, yeah, he did it. Okay, when did I have time to do all this other stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, also, the thing I thought was really weird was that at no point did it show the hood guy. I mean, he could have after he stabbed Corey, but I don't think he did because he goes right back to the back of the building. Did he take down the wire? Because the cop cars drive in from that direction. <laughs> it's like, this job is done. Thank yep. you very much. That's weird. Continui- con- continuity. Yeah. Continuity and I'm like, because it looked, and, and again, there was, I mean, possibly time periods where he could have, because they were sitting in there for hours. hours. I don't know. Yeah. But like, so maybe he could have taken the wire down and stuff, but like. Well, thank you for watching that bullshit yeah. movie. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, because we... I mean, I did. I Alyssa killed myself for this, yeah, so... you did. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm hurting. I appreciate your sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I'll let you live now, so... We will say goodbye. Bye. And then we love you. Have a great time. Have a great time! Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Let us know what you think by leaving a comment or sending us an email at bmoviebashpodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our episodes on all your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, and Audible, or you can find the video versions on our YouTube channel. If you want to support the podcast, you can find our coffee link on our anchor page. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell your friends. 